Hey, uh, congratulations, 2023. Crazy to think how many of us is going to take a while for us to remember to put 2023 on a piece of paper instead of 2022. It usually takes me a good month before I'm always scratching it out or, or having to backspace on my computers. But it is crazy to think how quickly this past year has gone. I, I look at my own life five years ago. Uh, during the Advent season was my first time teaching up here, uh, speaking on joy. I remember uh, I, I had the distinct joy in myself of, of having this long rope we have up in the youth room, distinguishing time, how much time here on earth compared to how much time, if we treasure Jesus, we have with him in eternity. And I remember I had 50 feet of rope. I still have this piece of rope today. And I remember asking politely to my boss, Pastor Michael, could you run up that center aisle to distinguish to our people 50 feet of rope? And the only time I could ask my boss to run for me. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I've just been looking back at time. You know, it was, it was two Wednesdays ago, my son turned one. And uh, pray, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Me and my wife have had the distinct pleasure of being parents to him, a gift from God. And I think about that time, he was actually born, um, his umbilical cord was actually knotted up and pulled tight. And we really haven't shared that too much with people, but, but I remember as my son was born, all the nurses looking at each other and kind of looking at this like, who's done it? And I'm sitting there kind of going, hey, uh, I don't have a nursing degree. I don't know medical stuff like this. What is going on? And sure enough, they, they kind of helped. We, we, we got the, the umbilical cord cut, but they were looking and saying, this is a miracle because he should not be alive with this knot. And so each day we've looked at his life as a miracle. Time, though. The amount of time that, that he was in the womb, that the amount of time he may have had this knot. What a joy it is he is alive, healthy, breathing, becoming a bigger and bigger boy each day. But I've looked back at time and, and I go, man, so precious. I know we have some kids in here today. I remember as a kid learning the piano. And I remember my mom putting one of those timer, time, uh, like cooking time. We, we have cell phones with timers on them nowadays, but one of those cooking devices that only go up an hour and you could hear the tick, 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 tick. And I remember as I was practicing piano, how much time it would take to get to the 45 minutes that I was supposed to be practicing, how quickly I wanted that timer to go. I remember as a teenager wanting the time to spend with my friends. I also remember the time I wished how quickly classes would go by. Then I get older and I realize how time goes so quick. And I spend time with guys that are a lot older than me. One of the things I love to do. And one of the things I keep being told is how quickly time passes by. And one of the things I've been told as now having a son is enjoy every moment. The days that he sits there and is not moving around, 
you're going to miss those days. Now he is standing and wanting to move around as he holds stuff. Or he he kind of does this like little wobbly, hands in the air, holding himself up, and then falls down on his butt. It, it, I miss those days when he was in the bassinet. <laughs> Not be, <laughs> because of how precious he looked, how quiet he was. But now he's wanting to play. Now he's wanting to enjoy. Now he's wanting to observe every little thing this world has on it. I also realize the time that I need to spend with my wife. Little date nights. Big day dates. The moments where we can just sit and talk with each other. I've gone to marriage conferences here and, and, and been told by people who I respect and love how valuable you need to invest in your marriage. Because as we invest into our marriage, we invest into our kids. But out of all of it, the amount of time that we need to spend with our Lord and Savior. And, and, and as we look at the text today, we're going to see John the Baptist saying, hey, time is coming. You need to repent. The kingdom is at hand. Don't miss this. And there's areas in my life where I go, man, how many times have I thought of something else of greater importance to need to do? So today as we look at the text, I think there's good warnings. I think there's straight joys that we can see as we look at the Messiah coming, knowing that he has came, knowing that he has lived the perfect life, that he went to the cross, that he died he was buried and he is resurrected and he lives today and reigns on high. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for the joy of the church family coming together to glorify you. We thank you for your word, that it is true, that it is reliable. For Lord, you are true and reliable. So Lord, let us be encouraged if we need to be convicted, Lord, I pray today that we seek you more today than we did before, that we treasure you above all things more today than we did this past year. And Lord, we glorify you and love you more this year than we have your past. So Lord, let us be instruments of your mercy and grace as we seek you above all things. In your gracious and holy name we pray, amen. Today, we continue in the gospel according to Matthew, Matthew 3, verses 1 through 12. And Matthew says this in verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all of Judea and all of the region around the Jordan were coming out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins." But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You broad of vipers, 
Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children from Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, 